Women's Month. And yep. so we wanted to celebrate um, women. And I believe there's a theme for this month, right? Yep. The theme for this month is providing healing and promoting hope. Providing healing and promoting hope. One interview, she said, I used to sit down and imagine myself getting on the plane or I knew exactly what that felt like to sit Mm -hmm. on the plane going to America. I could feel the books in my hands. I could feel like she visualized, she saw where she wanted to go. She sat down and imagined herself being there. So when she got to do what she needed to do, when the opportunity came, she was ready. She was ready. She and was she, ready. I'm pretty sure there were times she felt down there. Yeah. times She said, you know, poor me. But yeah. from when you hear her speak, mm-hmm. she was alive. She was always alive. Do you have a sister friend who you can talk to about your imperfections, vulnerabilities, uncensored truths, journeys, and victories? Welcome to The Lounge. Our experiences coupled with scriptural truths continues to mold us and shift our paradigms. The vision is to help us all lead the best lives God proposed for each individual. We hope our stories, our conversations, and that of others allows you to view life from another lens, regardless of your season. Come on in, sisters. Let's talk. Talking about celebrating women, providing healing, promoting hope. Um, Lucy and I I agreed to come up with two women that we believe that we can celebrate, that we think um, provides this, that can speak to this theme. Um, Providing healing, promoting hope. So we challenge yourself, one present woman that we can talk about here on the podcast today. Your present day woman. My present day woman. Well, mm-hmm. um, Fumi cheated a little bit. Like she said, we didn't talk, we didn't voice out who we were going to choose. So I thought... Well, our mothers were not part of this because obviously if I want to talk about my present day woman, <laughs> who else am I going to talk about? But I didn't know. I thought they were exempt. So I chose a lady that I don't know, but I heard her story mm-hmm. and um, was very inspired by her story and coincidentally she is where my mother is from no so her name is dr terry trent Mm -hmm. 
Um, if you've you've if you've never heard of her, Google her. She has books. Um, she's actually I don't remember see, seeing that episode, but she's actually been on the Oprah show mm. at one point. So her story is she's from Zimbabwe. She's she's from um, a poor background, and she basically um, was married off at the age of 18 or earlier than 18 mm-hmm. by 18 she'd had like more than three kids mm-hmm. um she wanted to go to school but she couldn't go to school her father thought boys were only the ones that had to be educated and the women um are there to just get married mm-hmm. um so she she was married uh, at a young age and she would see her brothers, you know, moving about with their books and their homework. And one day she asked her brother to teach her how to read. Um, so she eventually taught herself how to read and write mm-hmm. using her brother's books. And she started doing her brother's homework. Mm. So this, I mean, the story of this, a woman can do so much. Mm-hmm. So the teacher found out that <laughs> Oga is not the one doing the <laughs> and and so the teacher talked to the father the you know allowed her to go to school he did for a short period of time and then stopped again um so how everything came about is one day uh someone a lady from the US from an, an NGO um came to the village so they were promoting education, education for girls. And as Dr. Terrorai uh, is narrating her story, whilst this lady was talking to all these girls, she just sat there looking because in her mind, this is not for her. They've already told her she can't go to school, right? And the lady picked her out to say, you haven't ha- asked any questions. And what do you want? And she mentioned, I want to go to school. I want to get my master's education, blah, blah, blah. Um, And so the lady told her, you can do whatever you want to do. You can be whatever you want to be. Uh, So she started trying to do this. And then she was married. Her husband was abusive. Her husband was against this. Her mother told her, write down what you want. Your vision, your dreams, write it on a piece of paper. And then told her to, she, the book that she wrote uh, has to do with this actually, told her to go bury it, put it in a can and bury it. And that every time she remembers, he thinks about it, she will remember her hope is still there. Mm-hmm. Her dream is still there. Mm-hmm. So this is what she did. She wrote it down. And um, if we're going to go scriptural, uh, Habakkuk 2, 2 says, yeah. the Lord says, write down your vision and make it plain. So she wrote it down. And this vision, years down the road, she ended up in the States. She worked so many jobs, three or four jobs. Because remember, she'd had kids by like four kids. She worked so many jobs. She tried to go to school. Then she stopped. She tried so many times. But money, but one of her kids encouraged her. So long story short, at a very um, a mature age, she's she's now had, so she separated from that prior husband. She got married to someone else and that, that guy supported her. 
she's now a PhD holder mm. at a mature age. Mm-hmm. So one, the hope, promoting hope that you can never stop believing. Yeah. Not And if you don't stop believing, you will also instill hope in others, whether you recognize it or not. So she never stopped and she achieved her dreams. She, mm-hmm. what she wrote down, she wrote down, I want to get a master's and a PhD and I want to go to America. And that's exactly what happened. And promoting, uh, providing healing. Again, I think it goes back to her story provides healing to others, to yeah. other girls mm-hmm. that want to go to school, want to want that education. Mm-hmm. Um, and people have been telling them they can't do it. You are no good. I think when you hear that, it, I, I didn't get that. I was very supportive. I had supportive parents, et cetera, but there are other people who weren't supported. Um, and so it will give, bring healing to those who have been hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, and and obviously it brought healing to herself as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I I can listen to that woman she, again. We'll try to put links on our website where you can find her story and her book, The Awakened Woman. I think mm-hmm. it's a book that everyone is supposed to read. Um, again, is that one thing supporting other women, celebrating other women? Um, but for me, it is that <sighs> it is. I know we all like to hear those stories or those sopping stories, but she speaks of so much life. Like she was in that space of not having, but one interview she said, I used to sit down and imagine myself getting on the plane or I knew exactly what that felt like to sit Mm -hmm. on the plane going to America. I could feel the books in my hands. I could feel like she visualized, she saw where she wanted to go. Mm -hmm. She sat down and imagined herself being there. So when she got to do what she needed to do, when the opportunity came, she was ready. She was ready. She she, was ready. I'm pretty sure there were times she felt down. There are times she said, you know, poor me. But from when you hear her speak, Mm -hmm. she was alive. She was always alive and just, you know, dreaming and never stopped. Mm -hmm. That's seriously promoting hope. That is serious hope promotion for yourself and for others. Because then we know that no everything in life is a season. It it, mm-hmm. it is bound to end. It did not say rain for some people is not pleasant. Mm-hmm. Where for others, it's something they're dreaming for. Right. So each and every one of us in our lives, no matter what, what stage it is, there's something beautiful and we can see it. Maybe if she wasn't not in that position, she would never have had the time to dream about what she really wanted. Exactly. Exactly. Because some of us don't even have time to sit down and dream right now. Mm-hmm. We're so busy with every other thing else. Mm-hmm. We don't have the time to sit down and dream, which is something we have to intentionally do for us to get where we want to be, to promote healing and pro- to provide healing and promote hope for others. I, I use, use, use the obstacles as stepping stones. See definitely. them as stepping stones. See them as stepping stones. Yeah, versus, um, you know, digging your own grave Mm -hmm. Mm. 
that is that's that's beautiful i um yeah she 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 is an inspiration i i i hope one day we'll have the opportunity to sit down and just talk to her that is that is our dream we're gonna put it out there (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna gonna sit down and talk to her we do (laughs) and we've written them down (laughs) and we're gonna be able we believe yes so yep if you if you close by her just tell her like we have two beautiful ladies that would love to talk to her um yep um so my own other woman mm-hmm. um my own other woman she she is a life giver she is um one of the most given people that i've seen sometimes i feel like it's it's almost to her own um her own expense um but she can she can give out of the 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 littlest if that's a word that she has um she is a woman that she will stand up for what she believes she will stand up for her faith she will stand up for others i remembered um during the the um the war in my country um, we were home and all the neighbors basically were housing in her in our house when the bombs and the planes were, mm-hmm. were flying mm-hmm. around um like all the other ones that lived in a in a in a board house or a teen house they would all come to her house so we had like it was like the, <laughs> the what do they call it? the trench the and bunker? Either the bunker yeah we had over 30 40 people in our house at one time at every one time um that's the kind of person kind of women that i grew around and in the morning when it's time to wake up and everybody is because nobody could go out right no you don't coffees will basically all get out of that house and we had another, if I wanted to talk to her, she'll be my other woman. She will go out, like, we need food. So she will go out, it's like, I'm going. And she'll get out and go get food and whatever she gets, that's what all 30, 40 of us will share sure. to eat. Mm-hmm. And she... And it was, was scarce at that time, right? So sure. food was scarce at that time. Well, that's what I said. We have to go find food. Mm-hmm. But one thing that I saw in all of that, so when I think about it, I feel like we're in that time when, um, you know, that woman with the prophet that the oil never ran out. Uh-huh. That's how it was in, in, in my house. And if you have not caught it, I'm talking about my mother. Um, oil, rice, which is our basic food, never mm-hmm. ran out. There are times people bring food for us and we do not even know where it came from. Uh But every day there was food that each and every one of those people can eat. So, and the other day I was talking to her and she's like, you know, I have, and I think it was when (laughs) when she read the book, Thankful for Sissy, she's like, I have always, whenever I come to God, 
there's some people that come to God and the first thing they do is bind the devil and and and, <laughs> and <laughs> bind the devil and do everything with Satan. It's like, but when it's I come to God, the, <laughs> the first thing that I come to, even when I'm asking him for the deepest things in my heart, is I always come with thankfulness. Mm-hmm. I always come and my requests all start with being thankful for everything he has done for me. She was saying like, you know, the time that I went to the hospital that I was sick and every time I prayed about that bill, because it was like, I, we couldn't pay it. It's like, mm-hmm. I thank God every day for it. And this one day, God just gave me laughter and laughter and laughter. And that's the day I called her and said, you know, they waived all of the bill. They waived every cent of it it's like I looked at God and said God you did it again for me and I if I could look at her and have no reason to think about how good God is I just need to think about her story and say God and I can't say all of it in one <laughs> in this few minutes, but looking at her, we'll I can see the goodness of God in her life out of her giving, her heart of giving and thankfulness. So she is my woman that I'm celebrating. Mama, I celebrate you. And we celebrate you. And you know what, listeners, this lady that she's talking about, when you see see her, you think, oh, she she's unassuming. Oh, but the <laughs> fire that's on the inside. And and I think it's also something that is always good to point out that you don't always have to, well, the Africans will say gra-gra or you know. Yeah. And it's what's coming from the inside. Yeah. Yeah. She you she'll be in a room and you don't even know she's there. But mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, what she's carrying is a lot. Yes. What yes. she's carrying is that overflow. Yes. Yes. So. I love that. I love I'm, that. I, I'm glad you chose her. Yeah. She is my present woman. And, and I pray you have somebody you celebrate to today and let them know because it's one thing to celebrate somebody, but let them know. Mm-hmm. Um like we said, pinpoint that woman that provides healing and promotes hope. And if you can write them a note or you can send them a text, just let them know, this is who you are to me. Keep doing it. Keep going. Um, because I think it's we've talked about this on the podcast before. Give them the roses now. Don't wait. Don't they wait till they're gone. Yeah. And you're trying to give this long speech. No. Maybe that little thing that you could tell them today that, you know, I admire you, you're doing this, and this is how it's blessing me. It will help them do more. It will help you do more. It will help you see something in you to celebrate as you celebrate others. Mm -hmm. So celebrate yourself and celebrate another woman. Yes. And one way you can start celebrating is sharing this podcast with somebody. I'm just saying. Yeah, man. <laughs> Celebrate us because we'll be celebrating on the 27th of March. It yes. will be our one-year anniversary. Ooh, what? Yeah, man. It's a live <laughs> event. So join us in celebration. Mm-hmm. And...
will be celebrating on the 27th of March. It yes. will be our one year anniversary. Ooh, what? Yeah, man, it's a live <laughs> event. So join us in celebration. Mm -hmm. And it's pretty simple. Mm -hmm. You just need to register on the Zoom link mm -hmm. and you'll be live. Yes, you will be. So go to sistersletstalk.com and you will have all the information on that one page that says SLT one year anniversary. Sign up, get your own t-shirt. It's there. Um, and you will be able to sign up and be live with us on that day. I can't wait to wear that t-shirt. <laughs> yes. Designed by our very own. I can't wait. <laughs> Yeah, we're doing big things. Seriously. <laughs> we, we surprise ourselves too. I know. <laughs> but this oh, is good. Yes, this is good. So ladies, as always, you just have to say it. You have it in you. You already have it in you. You just have to say it. And you know, maybe tell us the woman that you're celebrating too, so we can join you in celebrating them mm -hmm. also. Reminder, you have what it takes, you just have to say it. Be a student. Only you can do what you're created to do. Visit our website, www.sistersletstalk.com. That is www.sistasletstalk.com. Ask a question, leave a comment, or let us know how you're holding up. Subscribe to Sisters Let's Talk wherever you listen to podcasts. We want you to be the first to know when another episode is ready. One tiny favor, sis. Let's invite other sisters to the lounge.